I'm Kathleen Anderson, part skeptic, part believer, and your host of The Eclipse. Welcome to my podcast, where I dive into the unknown, seeking truth and hope with a healthy dose of skepticism and humor. Hello, hello! Welcome to episode 8 of The Eclipse. I can't believe it. I can't believe that I'm recording my eighth episode. That doesn't seem like a huge milestone, but if you knew how incredibly nervous I was to publish the first five episodes at all, you'd be impressed. You'd be impressed that we're here today. Uh, I'm really, you know, we're here today because of people like you that are listening. So thank you so much for listening to me today. I often kind of wonder what you guys are doing while you're listening to me talk about all sorts of weird and mysterious things. Perhaps you're running outside or on a treadmill, or maybe you're cleaning your house, or maybe you're listening to me in the car on the way to work or to school. Regardless, I am thankful that you are listening at all. So I appreciate it. I hope you're not doing anything weird while you're listening to me. If you are, don't tell me about it. <laughs> so what am I what am I going to talk about today? This episode is dedicated to a theory that I came across and that is also often yelled at me by my husband about who might be piloting the UFOs or UAPs, as Congress likes to call them, the Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon, because the boys in the Pentagon don't want to reveal how big a nerds they are. Uh, anyway, the, who the, the people are that are piloting these aircraft, both past and present. What do I mean by that? So, you know, if you've been following any amount of UFO news, there's been the sightings lately by the U.S. military that have been made public, uh, most notably the USS Nimitz photo of the, I think it's the Tic Tac is what they call it, which I kind of hate because I love Tic Tacs. But anyway, um, so that's kind of more present is all of these, you know, military reports. And then when I mentioned the past, if you're an ancient aliens fanatic like myself, those bubbas think that aliens have been visiting us. UFOs have been coming to Earth since basically the dawn of time. So what what is this theory? The theory is that they are humans. They're basically us from the future. So my husband, whenever I'm working on an article regarding this this UAP UFO stuff going on with Congress and the Pentagon, my husband's always yelling around the house, they're time benders. <laughs> time benders. Which I know, like, I know Time Benders as a movie from the 80s. And I got to look this up because my husband claims that Kurt Russell was in the movie. But I don't think we're thinking about the same movie. He was very upset. My husband is a Kurt Russell freak. Uh, loves everything about Kurt Russell. But this episode's not about Kurt Russell as much as it really should be because he is pretty fantastic. But this episode is about the fact that time-traveling humans might be piloting UFO aircraft. So let's talk about it. So there's there's some scientists that are actually into this idea. So there's a biological anthropologist named Michael Masters who wrote a book and it's it's very the title of his book's very clever. It's called Identified Flying Objects: A Multidisciplinary Scientific Approach to the UFO Phenomenon. So did you see what he did there? It's identified because he figured it out. It's very good. Um, one of my one of my favorite blurbs from his book though before we get into his theory is that he says, and I'm going to quote here, our job as scientists 
is to be asking big questions and try to find answers to unknown questions. There's something going on here and we should be having a conversation about this. We should be at the forefront of trying to find out what it is. You know, regardless of whether I, I agree with the theory that these are time-traveling humans, which I'll get to later on in the episode, I, I gotta say, I am, I am here for what he's saying there. I think one of the things that is so exciting to me about this, you know, this surge of UFO research and disclosure, this push for disclosure, is that this is no longer, you know, some dude in his basement, you know, thinking that he's, you know, cracked the case, that he's the new Fox Mulder from X-Files or anything like that. This isn't just about like people who wear tinfoil hats or who live out in the middle of nowhere and talk about, you know, their cousin that got abducted by you know, a lizard alien or whatever. Like this is stuff that they're talking about in DC and Congress. That's very, that's fascinating to me. And I think it's absolutely fantastic that there are scientists and the scientific community is getting on board with dedicating real resources to researching this because, you know, I think it's time that the scientists get in, get in on this action. You know what I mean? Now, Mr. Masters, has this theory that they're time traveling humans. Now he doesn't call them time benders. He calls them extra tempestrials, which I don't know. I'm kind of on the fence about this one. I think time benders sounds better. Extra tempestrials sounds like something I would order from like a Japanese restaurant. Maybe I don't know why, but it just kind of makes maybe it's because I'm hungry right now while I'm recording this, and I could I could go for some tempura shrimp or sushi or something. But anyway, extra tempestrials. He thinks that they are probably future anthropologists, historians, or linguists that are coming back to get information in a way that we currently can't without access to that technology. Okay, so his his thought process is that these people on the in these UFOs are actually us from the future coming back and they're I don't know. They're basically like Indiana Jones from the future, but able to time travel, I'm guessing. Uh, they're <laughs> these, you know, trying to kind of gather information about the past. Um, it's it's, it's kind of weird. Uh, he's not alone, though, in his thought process. So when I was researching for my articles for The Insider on this subject, I came across, much to my editor's dismay, because he's, he's from this congressman state congressman mike gallagher who was part of the uap hearings that that congress had this year he was on the pat mcafee show and he was saying the same thing that he thinks that they they could be it could be that these are humans from the future now why is that so interesting it's interesting because he sits he sat in on the uh, public hearings and the not public hearings, so the confidential ones. So that's really interesting because it kind of adds some weight to it. I don't know. I think it's I think it's all misdirection on Gallagher's Congressman Gallagher's part, but I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I guess we'll find out. So there's there's theories that they could be from the these aliens in the UFOs who are really us from the future. It's like a kind of new form of tourism, right? So maybe they're not coming back because they have you know unanswered questions about why we I don't know had a phase where men were had man buns Ugh, so gross you know maybe or whatever I don't know I don't know why I don't know what you would need we have the internet now so I would think that you would have a better way of figuring this out than time traveling but maybe they're doing it for tourism 
you know, like, oh, man, I've seen everything else. I'm going to go back in time. So that's kind of interesting. So so what are my thoughts on this? I think it's kind of creepy, actually. I hate this idea. I mean, think about it. When you think about alien encounters, what do the aliens always look like? They look like alien greys. Or, as I discussed in my second episode of the eclipse, they look like lizards. Is that our evolutionary future? Are we going to start looking like alien greys or lizards? Because I'm not okay with that. I think that's super, that's a super bummer, I think, that we would that that's that is where our body shape is going to go towards and then i'm like why would you come to this time frame you know i get going into ancient times lots of interesting things going on there that could be seen from the sky right you could watch the pyramids getting built and the sphinx and you know or you could maybe you don't go all the way back to that time frame maybe maybe you go back to kind of more the industrial age to see the skyscrapers or something that could be cool but now it's so lame like people are gluing their hands to art and throwing soup at it. Is that this is the time frame you decide you decided is the best time frame to come visit? Gross. There are so many better time frames to go to. I'm sorry. There are people wearing hats that are shaped like vaginas out in public. Now I now to be fair, they're protesting what they what they stand for. But I think about that and I'm like, you know, it never really bothered me all that much. I would never wear a vagina hat. That's just me. Um. But I think about like, man, if you knew that they were like us from the future were coming here, maybe would you have rethought the vagina hats? I think you should have. Or the men with buns in their hair. Here's another question. What if they're coming here for a reason? Right? Like a better reason than tourism. Than like, oh man, I feel like there was a period of time where people were wearing vagina hats. Let's go check that out. What if they're here for a specific reason? What if the future sucks? I mean, how, I gotta tell you, you know, I've talked about time travel with my friends and family before. I hate the idea of time travel because as a woman, it's like, oh, where would you travel to if you could travel back in time? Like never. It pretty much like sucked for women in every single aspect in history, right? (laughs) Like, like, so if the future sucks and they're coming here, maybe are they coming here to warn us? Or does something happen now that ruins the future? Is there something with the vagina hats and the man buns that sets us on a course of, like, humanity's downfall? I think, oh, you know, and obviously I'm kind of just poking fun at two, you know, pop culture references that are just really awful. But I mean, seriously, think about that. What if they're coming here to prevent something that we do? I I mean, the most obvious is like, oh, well, maybe a nuclear annihilation. I don't think it would be that. I think it would be something a lot more subtle, actually, because that's how it is always in the movies, right? And if it was nuclear annihilation, I mean, how far in the future are these people coming from? Because nuclear annihilation, I mean, you'd think you'd have to completely rebuild. So, you know, I... I hate to say, you know, I've already alluded to climate change a little bit with the weirdos gluing their hands to art and throwing soup at it. And I think one of them threw like mashed potatoes at art. I don't understand that at all. Mashed potatoes are delicious and in no way, shape or form should you be wasting them. Uh, That's bananas. But, you know, are they coming here because of that? Uh, I don't know. You know, I argue, you know, what if they're coming back because, you know, they there's this idea like uh, social media is what brought the downfall. Have you guys been on Instagram 
I'm sure everybody has. I'm kind of new to Instagram. I absolutely love it. I get why it's addictive because there are some like weird stuff out there. Like has anybody looked at Madonna's Instagram lately? She's kind of looking a little bit like an alien gray. Maybe she, maybe that's not our Madonna. Maybe that Madonna came, she's a time bender, right? Maybe she's an extraterrestrial. She flew in on one of the UFOs, took over our Madonna's Instagram and is posting really weird Instagram videos. Seriously, if you haven't checked it out, look at Madonna's Instagram. Or whatever it is Britney Spears is doing on Instagram lately. She does this dance move where she just spins around over and over again. It's very strange. So, I mean, you gotta you gotta ask the next question. Where and when would I go, right? If I was a future human with the ability to time travel in my little UFO. I mean, I think I would go to maybe the dawn of human consciousness and organization, you know, like what, at what point did we, did we realize, you know what, I think we need to kind of organize here. <laughs> Let me walk out of my cave, out of my tent or whatever. And I think it's time to organize how we're doing things. I think that would be kind of interesting. I'm fascinated with the Nazca lines in Peru. I could see that from the air. So that would be cool. I think it'd be really neat to see how they were made. But again, if you watch Ancient Aliens, they were made by, you know, aliens so that would be kind of weird right like what if you went back in time and you're like yes i'm gonna finally see how humans made the nazca lines and you show up and you're like you do your time time traveling ufo pulls up right next to an actual alien ufo who's in the middle of like zapping the nazca lines just kind of wave at them through your window like oh it really was aliens or you know i also have a fascination with british monarchy not necessarily now i mean i do like i do like following the english monarchy now but i was a huge huge fan of kind of more the plantagenet time frame of england i think that would be neat or of course the dawn of our country jefferson washington time frame they're pretty much my bros i think i think if i traveled back in time and i was not a lady so if i was a man i think they would think i was pretty smart i think they'd like me quite a bit but uh take some time ask yourself ask your friends or your co-workers, maybe not your co-workers, ask your friends when, where and when would they travel if they were time benders? You might have to explain to them what a time bender is because they're not going to be as big a Kurt Russell nerds as my husband. But thankfully, I laid it out for you in this episode. Even better, you could share my episode with your friends and tell them, hey, listen to this because we're going to talk about it later. (laughs) Do you like that shameless plug? It's really good. So let's say if you found out that humans from the future were coming to our time frame in UFOs for whatever reason, would you alter how you personally act or what you put out into the world? I think that's a really great question. And I think regardless of if this is like a true theory or if you believe in it or not, I think that question is a really good question to ask yourself. Um, you know, if, if I knew that future generations of me or my offspring, we're going to be able to travel back in time. Would I change what I put out into the world? You know, would I want them to see what type of person I am now? I think that's a good question. And I think if we asked ourselves that as a society more, we'd be better off. You know, that's just me. Thank you for listening. And please continue to follow us on Spotify. And please also leave a rating, preferably five stars. This helps support our endeavor by making sure our podcast shows up on general searches more often, which could help us get to where we can have advertisers. In the next episode, I'll be discussing a subject I am in 
no way, shape, or form qualified to discuss, but I think it is really important and an under-discussed scientific concept when it comes to the search for life outside our planet. I'm going to be talking about techno-signatures. I'm going to try and explain as best as I can what they are, why it's exciting, and how you can find out more. It's going to be a really great episode. If you only listen to one more episode, I think you should listen to the next one. It's going to be a really good one. Thank you again for listening, and please take the time to follow my Substack. I publish my podcasts and all my writings on my Substack titled The Sweet Struggle. You can also find me on Twitter at at MohawkModerate, and swing by thepoliticalinsider.com to read my articles and those of my other highly talented fellow writers. My name is Kathleen Anderson, and this is The Eclipse.